Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. If you want to get sunshine, walking on the rooftop, Alana, where are your clothes? Get some. We could go dancing, soak up the disco. I dig it when I get that. Shy, how you feeling? Like crap, but I'll be alright. I feel like you feel like crap. What happened? Are you just under the weather? I'm not sure if it's the job stressing me out or the change of the weather. Oh, yeah. The weather do that to you. It's me every year. Every year it gets me. We could cut the chit chat. So this is um Jacob Collier. Uh, the song that's being played is Time Alone With You featuring Daniel Caesar. Apparently, this isn't a new album. Yeah, I just found out about it a few days ago. My cousins put me on it. My cousins and my sister. But hmm. I'm this joint is crazy. Is the whole album fire? Hmm. Alana says no. Are you shaking your head no? Cause it's not fire. That was my part, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It reminds you of Tone. <laughs> it reminds me of Tone, um, and it's creatively genius, so I appreciate it, but it's not something that I would play on a consistent basis. But the song you just played, I really liked. Absolutely. There are a few songs on there that, like, you could take and put on your playlist mm-hmm. and, like, you know, in like a chill setting or whatever that's the type of music i look forward to anyway like can i play this like in the car with people during a conversation or like you know and then like when there's a lull in conversation can i just turn the music up right you know it's not like what i do is that what you do i always have the music i'm like just don't talk to me i just turn it up (laughs) that's rude (laughs) When I go on road trips, when I go on road trips, I've started telling people, well, people that I don't normally go on road trips with, because like when you do videography, you you tend to be in the car with people that you don't know all that well. Sometimes, well, I tend to be in the car with people I don't know that well. Um, as crazy as that sounds, but um, I've begun to tell people. I I say like within the past five years, I started telling people, don't feel like you have to talk when there's silence. Mm. 
I like that. And I think even though people they're like, oh no, no, I don't feel that way. It's fine. Oh yeah, I, I can ride in silence. Most yeah, people cannot. And they, yes, they and they are very uncomfortable when they're in silence. You can oh, tell I a lot. Thrive in silence. Hmm. I thrive in silence. You thrive in silence. Yes, like I feel like at work, people just come up to me and start talking. I'm just like, why are you talking to me? And then, like, I'm like, literally today, I was sitting in my computer, and then I look up, and somebody's standing there, like, hey, Tobias. And I'm just like, hey. And then they was having a conversation, and the whole time I'm looking at them, like, we well, don't have to be doing this right now mm. at all. <laughs> like, Dang, but I was nice and cordial. Talking? I feel that way often. Was, often. I don't know, man. Like, mm-mm. about just random conversation if I'm not in the mood, which. Well, yeah, I don't like, know that well. I'm often not in the mood. Like, I feel like that's that's how I feel. Like, I be feeling like, especially like in like a corporate position, like a corporate job, I be feeling like like you constantly got to like, when my first day there, like black people there was like CYA. And I said, like, what's that mean? They were like, cover your ass. And so then mm-hmm. when people were trying to be all like buddy, buddy with me, I'm just like, I know you're going to say something. And it, and then it's really most of the times it's leading up to them asking me to do something, and I'm just like send it in an email so I can have a paper trail. Because then if right. I do this, you're gonna be like, oh, I didn't ask Tobias to do that, and then it's like, <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't so ask like, him to do that. Yeah, so I'm just like a lot of times when people are talking to me, I, I think a lot of times I'm just waiting for the punchline of what what, what do you really want? Like, oh, yeah, yeah so. right. That's, that's how I feel all day at work. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's why I'm like that at work. Defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shana's sick. She mad about work. No, I'm really no, I'm really not feeling it. like it's getting to the point now. You know, uh Jack was like, uh, you mind getting another COVID test? Like <laughs> I got a mm. cough. I don't get it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. But we'll figure it out. Right. It came from it might have came from Alana. <laughs> Never met her. I think I had. I think I think I had salmonella uh, poisoning. Oh lord! You had what poisoning? I definitely did have salmonella. Oh okay. <laughs> Thought you said. Me. I know how to pronounce the word. I was yeah. just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> he made you say it twice. Don't do that. He doesn't even care that I said that I might have been poisoned. He just, <laughs> he just made fun of me for saying the word. You're trying to get her to say it wrong, man. That's my stuff. I wasn't trying to get her to say it wrong. I was trying to get her to she say it right. She said it right the first time. No, she did. I'm so glad we. Did. I'm so glad we recorded this. Awesome. <laughs> He's gonna listen back. So to glad it. we recorded this. I'm glad too, because then you're gonna hear her say it right twice. Okay. I did say it right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to um, three versus this one, otherwise known as thank God. Next this week's upon further reviews, gonna be keep being like I was wrong. <laughs> now you know they ain't me. I know. I know. <laughs> like no, nah, I literally just told you I was wrong when I was in the wrong group chat. Oh yeah. Or, or the wrong Zoom. Um But yes, welcome. This is episode 120. Uh don't get me to lying about what day it is, because it's not. It's Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday, I'm sorry. Um yeah, um, I don't, I don't think that we have an action-packed podcast for you today in regards to topics. But you know, hopefully this is enjoyable. Um, shout out to all of the new listeners based off of you know the videos that I was posting last week and stuff like that. And um, 
just widening our gaze and helping people become more knowledgeable about who we are and, you know, being able to become more visible in different spaces. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to, dang, I'm going to look up who the different countries that, that follow us. But I keep mentioning the same ones, and they probably like, yeah, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Go up. Shout out to Ireland, uh, the Czech Republic, um, Japan, China, uh, America. <laughs> um, there's many. There's many other countries that I'm, I, and I'm going to shout them out when when someone else is talking. I'm I'm gonna look it up. But um, uh. I don't know. You guys can help me out here today. I don't. I'm kind of. I don't know where to find them stats. Oh, you mean like uh, with? Oh, yeah. Okay, just yeah, just sorry. helping me do a podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was gonna say I you never gave me those stats. Like. No, it's cool. It's cool. Um, our idiom of the week. I'm still on this. Um, our idiom of the week is "Speak of the devil." What does "Speak of the devil" mean? Ah. What does it mean? Right <laughs> you just, you just say, shy, you just put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, she get it right all the time, man. It is time for I feel for... like I want to I wanna give the answer up for what it always means when I say it, but then I always feel like that's wrong because why else would we be talking about it if it was what everybody always said it was? But well, I'm going to put it out there. I think that it means if you talk about the devil, he shows up. Mm. I hate Keith. Mm. <laughs> nah, tell us what it means I think he maybe you're close maybe I don't know I just, that's kind of he did that last time I did a guess and I was wrong this is the same thing he did last time and I was wrong he's like mm. yeah. that response means nothing I don't mean no it does mean it something does it always mean means something Jai mm. you got any guesses um well, normally when the uh, phrase is used, it's in reference to um, like someone. It's it's just like a little phrase that you say, like speaking of the devil. It's like I don't think they initially mean to call the person the devil. It's just like like going back to what Alana said. Like when you speak of him, he shows up. And when you're talking about somebody, whether it's good or bad, and they happen to call you or something like that, it's like speaking of the devil. So I don't know why we use the word devil. I don't know why we don't use something more positive. But <laughs> speaking, you know, <laughs> speaking of the devil, it's like oh, popped up. There you go. Like, but maybe they just feel like the devil is just more on it. I don't know. I never like like he be on it, like looking for the negative. Like speaking of the devil. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Um, what is what's the meaning of the phrase "speak of the devil"? A reference to someone who appears unexpectedly unexpectedly while being talked about. What's the origin of the phrase, speak of the devil? You guys are on the money with this one. This phrase is used to acknowledge the coincidence of someone arriving at a scene just at the time that they are being talked about. Clearly, nothing sinister is implied by this, and it is just a jokey way of referring to a person's appearance. In fact, Many people using the phrase might not be aware that prior to the 20th century, the term wasn't meant lightheartedly at all. The full form goes like this. Speak of the devil and he will appear. Mm. 
See, so y'all were y'all were right. Um, the phrase originated. Yeah, see, <laughs> the phrase originated in England, where it was and still is more often given as a quote-unquote talk of the devil. The phrase is old and appears in various Latin and old English texts from the 16th century. Century. The Italian writer Giovanni Torriano has the first recorded version in contemporary English. English. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce that. Um, but it goes on to say, like, it's super literal and, you know, rather than saying other names, they rather not say his name and all of that type of stuff. So, yeah, speak of the devil. That is our idiom of the week. Good to know that we knew. I like it. Yeah. Um, can you guys tell them running out of idioms? No. <laughs> No, that was a good one. That was good. I don't care what you say. That was good. I like that. Tobias, what you say? When you do run out of idioms, what are you going to like switch to next? I'll probably just do some riddles. Hmm. Riddles. Yeah. Riddle of the week. Like, yeah. Riddle, <laughs> riddle of the week. Riddle of the week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of which, um, speaking of uh, segments, I realize I don't need a um I don't need you to make a an intro for us, Tobias. Oh, mm -mm. we already have one. Wow, Ooh, make one? No, you you and I did a song together about five years ago. We did. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what you want to use? Hmm. I think I think we could work. I think we could work it out. Oh, I think we could. Oh. It can be used as an intro for this. It might be too slow, honestly. But I don't He's know. So I'm going to try to work it out. You just got songs in the cut. That's talent. No, nah, you know what? Nah, Tobias, make a make an intro, bro. Okay. You got a month to make an intro. While I'm doing all this other stuff, make an intro. Cause I'm, I told you I had an idea. Yeah, got I got month. an idea for him. You, yeah, Shaw said you got a month. No, Keith said I was just saying what Keith said. All right, Keith so you said, said it. you got a month. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just repeating what Keith said because I just think it's funny he put his limit on it now. Okay, I guess so he's. I a, guess that's Keith's way of saying I'm tired of asking, so I'm just gonna say you got a no, month. No, in my mind now, Shaw said I got a month, so that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think I think Tobias is like me. He works well with um. He works well on time frames, like because. If you don't put a time frame to it, it's it's an it's an infinity. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it could be from now until Christ nah, come back. I got nah, to we, I ain't about to do this. So mm -hmm. you didn't hear Keith say that. Like you just gonna make it seem like you just heard. Shy, you still That's on that? <laughs> yes, I said, it. I said. I am it. not that demanding. <laughs> not like oh no, like that is not right. I do work well on time frames though. Like, I gave of, myself a time. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to say I gave myself a time limit on on my project that I was working on. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I got to get this done. It's been too long. I need, yeah. When is it coming out? December. Oh wow. You you yeah. you giving us the December release like it's like the early two thousands. Remember when they used to put albums out right before Christmas? I do remember those days. Get a half naked. Lil Kim album during Christmas time. It's like, now you know you ain't wearing a gift right now. Yeah, <laughs> a gift. You named the album a gift. Ooh. We should talk about Christmas albums when Christmas comes around. Please. Hmm? What's the best one? 
of all time. Uh, all time. Um, I, I always go back to like the Temptations if I think of. I like, knew it, black people. <laughs> the Jacksons made the greatest I mean, Christmas album. Oh, the of Jacks- all time. Jacksons, yeah, that was cool. Uh, Them Jehovah's Witnesses made the greatest Christian uh, Christmas <laughs> album. Oh yeah, they, they, they couldn't even <laughs> they couldn't even celebrate it. They ain't believe oh, it. Man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh my god. I'll, I'll never forget. Lie to them, Michael. Not a that's that's what is that they they were thinking they were lying talking about Santa Claus. Believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> Joe don't celebrate no Christmas. Don't forget gifts. <laughs> right. That's how he found out about the affair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of devil, speaking of speaking of the devil, um the presidential debates were this past week. And it was all to do on the internet and things of the sort. Um, I have no way to intro this because I didn't watch it. I watched highlights of it and I started watching the beginning of it. And I can't, I can only take so much. Because yeah, like, really there's a part it. of you that's trying to get information. And then there's a part of you that wants to laugh. But it's, yeah, so it was like a, it was like a friction within myself. It was like a conflict within my I don't want to say my two cells, but different parts of me. And so mm-hmm. I was like, let me turn this off because this is distracting. Well, I would suggest anyone who wants genuine information just to read. No, we're gonna no, we're gonna talk to you instead because you are a political science major and you can oh, yeah. give us all the information. But if or that or talk to somebody, <laughs> but then if you want entertainment, watch the debate. <laughs> I promise you, know. I'm going to sleep <laughs> to it tonight. <laughs> Do not watch the presidential debates to learn about the issue because you won't. <laughs> Ironically, that's not what you will take from that. We will learn that Trump is incredibly witty and quick on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> nothing else yeah. even that. Okay. Biden has a slight <laughs> leftover of Obama in him because mm-hmm. the pop off was like, this was the pop off and this is Biden. But I might add, anybody whose son, you, you could, now you're only going to talk about my son so many times. Okay. Now I didn't already told you to shut up. Now you keep talking about my son. And then mm. he completely, Trump so rudely dismissed when Biden actually brought up his son who died in war. And he was like, oh. my son, Bo, he said, I don't know anything about him. And went on to the next son who he wanted to continue to highlight is a drug addict, was a drug addict. It was something, a- something about $3 million. Yeah, he got $3 million from, um, I don't know if he said Dubai or some, somewhere overseas. Allegedly, yeah. because Joe yeah. said it wasn't true. Right. He's like, he's like, oh, it's not true. Well, then why, why did your son, why did your son get three million dollars from, from a, from this woman? He was like, that's not true. That never that's happened. That's a good impression. Yo. That's and a great I'll impression. be working them out. I'll be working them out. And I, good. Think, I think the part that I really loved was when they showed the difference in Biden hugging his wife and Trump hugging his. Oh, uh, no, not hugging. Was, Afterwards, was, that's perfect. Melanin, melanin don't like to be touched. So you just gonna say the child wrong? Because I don't want to purposely try to say it right and get it wrong. So let's just go all the way left. <laughs> all right, got it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a strategy. Mm-hmm. I like. I it. just think it's funny when people call people with the wrong name. Oh, I, when 
Man, when Tyler, whenever Tyler Perry does that or Mr. Brown does that, th- those are cheap laughs, but they get oh, me every time. Programs with oh, Maya, yeah. with Maya Sanjabar, she called that man Jimmy Crackcorn. <laughs> she called him Jumanji, and the one that literally I had to stop the show, she called that boy the host of that. I said, she called him Jehoshaphat. He called him Jungle Jim. Uh, that is funny. You, there's only on girlfriends is next level when it comes to Jabari's name. You're not about the Damba Juice. You, you're not about to disrespect my son and me while you at it. I named it. Up on Twitter, they have the whole list of the names she's called them. Man, I started following her. She's beautiful. She is all right, but that's not why I followed her solely. That was primarily. Oh, okay. that was primary. It wasn't solely. Nah, I'm lying. That was the only reason why I followed her. Is she your favorite girlfriend? I don't have one. I mean, as far as like, she the I know who my least favorite. The most attractive one? Yeah. I think so. Like currently, the one who has stood the test of time. Yeah. Yes, I think I didn't think it was possible, but like. She's like trans. She's like a transcendent beauty. She, Who are we yeah, talking about? She's got me. It's gracefully aged. She's for sure gracefully aged. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Uh, uh the, Jill Marie. Yeah, Jill Marie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has aged well, and I think, in many respects, has gotten better looking, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Um, I had to, I had to fight the urge to not be a nigga and be like. Hmm. <laughs> but look around. <laughs> That's what it's for. Um, any other thoughts on the debate? Other than because if if not, we going right into this. <laughs> I will say this: it's it's amazing how the power and influence of social media has definitely. It was so apparent in that um whole. <clears throat> to be, I watched it and I watched it with my goddaughter and it was so sad to sit there and she even asked like is anyone going to get their point across and mm-hmm. it's just like no it's just like being on social media and someone posted something and people are going all in the comments just speaking their minds on how they feel about it that's how I felt like it was watching that and it was only two people up there you know it was just too much back and forth nothing got across it was very childish um um like if you didn't know no better it felt like you were watching reality tv and you were waiting for someone to throw a glass (laughs) (laughs) like it was just like it's about to happen it's about to happen but instead of the glass being thrown it was just biden saying man would you shut up that was the glass being thrown and I'm not gonna hold you. Like, I think I was like looking at my phone, and when he said that, I like looked up. Like, oh, he told him to shut up. <laughs> like, you know, and it was, it was just, it was just like so childish, and I just couldn't get that out my head after he did that. I was just like, oh, he told him to shut up on TV. I was like, wow, bro, he told the president to shut up, man. He did tell the president to shut up. And, and like, Trump, <clears throat> Trump had the nerve to say to him, "Don't ever say that you're smart again to me." Don't ever, don't whenever, ever I, whenever I ever had the conversation and said, I'm smart. <laughs> they were talking about Biden going where he went to school. And sa- I don't know if Biden had said, I'm smart. But Trump said, don't ever say smart in you in the same sentence. Donald Trump telling you that you're not smart? 
is a good thing. Donald Trump told me I'm not smart. Man, if you don't stop playing with me. Donald Trump said bigly. I'm through after bigly. What did he say when he said bigly? I don't know. All I heard was bigly. And and so I'm like, there's nothing else to glean from this. They need a new moderator. Chris? Chris Wallace <laughs> was going. He he was. It's like he was trying to break up the fight, and then and then became a part of the fight. He yeah. did become a part of the. fight. He said, "I'm yelling now because y'all yelling." <laughs> That's what he said. He said, "I think I should yell too because y'all be yelling all night, so I'm gonna yell right. too." Nobody like, took what is this? Like at a black funeral, nobody actually just took two minutes. Mm. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, no, no, Mr. President, no, you're gonna let him talk, Mr. President. No, he was like, Yeah, he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna let him talk after I say this. (laughs) He was going (laughs) (laughs) then. He kept reminding him, You and your team agreed to that. I was like, Man, they don't give a damn about that agreement. Stop telling them that they (laughs) don't even know he agreed to that. They don't care exactly. He don't care. Remember when Donald Trump first got in the office and he was just signing stuff? <laughs> <laughs> He's still what just telling us what I did. Y'all don't remember? He, yeah, he oh, was just like, what y'all want? He was like, what y'all want me to sign? Yeah, that's when you, you could tell that this is the result of somebody who's just chasing power. They don't mm-hmm. actually care about the platform that they're signing on, what that platform is, because there's a billion platforms to be on. He's just like, what's the highest one? Did, on you know he's chasing power. Well, I mean, we knew this already. Right. And we also knew, like, there was a report that came out last week, and I started laughing. But it's, it's, you have to laugh because there's nothing else that you can do um, <laughs> but laugh. He said that he would not succeed the seat, like, if he were to lose the, <laughs> if he were to lose the election. I, I saw like, that. I'm like, can't y'all just pick him up and set him outside hey, Trump, really. Pennsylvania Avenue? Mm-hmm. We're not asking you. <laughs> we gonna set you up. We gonna pick you up saw, and set you I up. It's like they have security dismiss people when they fire them in regular jobs. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. them. Have you escorted out? Mm-hmm. Trump gonna be like, "Have we not I'm cast not out demons in your name?" <laughs> you are churchy. That is super funny, That's and <laughs> that is very funny. If you know your Bible, <laughs> he's like, "I did good on that one." Mm-hmm. I think. I think at this point Trump's just being a smart ass. Like, like, why do you, why even I, I saw somewhere where they asked him, will he leave? And, uh, and so then if somebody asked me, like, like, oh Tobias, if you get fired, are you gonna leave? I'm probably be a smart ass, be like, no, I'm gonna just sit here right here and stay in my seat. So I feel like at this point he's just being like Trump's not smart enough to use smart sarcasm. You said he was witty. But he's just because you're witty don't mean you're smart. But he is. He is. No, you got to be smart to be witty. You do. do. That's why I said smart enough. Like I think when he said that, he meant that. Uh, Somewhere in his head, he thinks that his power continues post being fired, aka being voted out, and that he can tell them, (laughs) "No, no, I won't go." And and Biden gonna be like, "So y'all just let me know when move in." He said, "I'll." He said, "I'll be." He said, I'll be president for eight more years. I was like, you don't, you don't know. I caught, I definitely heard that. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I literally said, what? (laughs) Everyone's saying four more years. 
I'll do eight more years. And we, we are doing amazing things with, we are doing amazing things with the ballots. We are doing so many good things. All the things are being done that need to be done. And things are being done in such a big league sort of way. <laughs> you sound just like him. I can't. He does. Wait, I'm in the way that choice of adjectives just at a baseline, at base level. Like, <laughs> literally, I get annoyed because he has like three adjectives that he has in rotation. Mm-hmm. And I want someone in his team to give him more adjectives. They are very, very good only people. Can be very. Very good people, very, very fine, fine, very fine people. All the white supremacists stand back and don't do anything until I give the signal. What if, like, what if, like, so speaking of white supremacy, like, what if somebody is behind the thing holding up signs of stuff he should be talking about and he saw the sign, it was like bigotry, bigly, bigly? (laughs) (laughs) They're showing me cue cards. They show me cue cards. Don't need them. Don't need them. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all crazy. I don't want to go into the book of Revelation right now. When we come back, (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Bryson Tiller, and I think we're gonna get heavily heavy into Bryson Tiller. I got some things that I want to talk about. So we'll be right back after. The sound of this tone. There will be a tone. Y'all, y'all don't hear, it, but there will. That should be the tone. <laughs> Qualification. Do you feel like, like, do you feel like, in fact, like, oh no, he was thinking about stalking me, but he knows that it's not appropriate. No. Okay. No. You just. All right. I'm that guy. I'm like. I'm like. That means you was thinking about it. No, I don't. I mean, you're a good person. Some people say that because they think that that's what people think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely people that overthink. I think it's weird. And that's me. So I definitely don't think that you always are going to do it. Guys, the link didn't work for me. One sec. Yes, it did. No, man. Like, I had to do way too much. I couldn't just click it. Oh. Yeah. I was upset about that. I like this Aaliyah shirt. Thanks. It's like one of three. I love one, her. One of three? No, 30. I have a I'm lot t- of Aaliyah shirts. I'm tired of posts that say, <laughs> can we just admit that Aaliyah is a timeless beauty? I'm like, <laughs> we've already admitted that. Shut shut your 17-year-old self up. <laughs> just admit, like we're struggling to say. Yes, yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> the jury's still out on how cute she was. I don't know. <laughs> Like that's a hard truth to face. Right. Now, who oh, the man, jury's still out on? Who the jury's still out on? As far as beauty? I'm beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there honey in them? Mm-hmm. I never think about stuff like that. I do. Like, like a timeless beauty? Are there women who, like, men debate about, is she fine or not? Have we decided? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I've um, heard Keith's. I've literally, I heard think, say, and I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure you don't mind me saying this. I've heard you say she's fine in any era. I've heard you say that before. Yeah, about who? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't even talk like that. 
I was just gonna say that. It must have been somebody he really liked. I do talk like that, but I don't know. I don't know who. <laughs> All I, I mean, I can hear Keith saying it, but I'm just more so like it must be somebody he really likes. Like, I, I probably was talking about Aaliyah. Sounds about right. You're right. There are some people whose beauty doesn't translate the same. Okay. Stacey Dash. Everybody thought uh-huh. D was so fly. Stacey Dash, I never saw the big deal. I'm going to be honest. I never saw it. No, I think Stacey Dash is objectively beautiful. I think people don't like her because she's a coon. Right. But she's no, beautiful. I never saw it. Besides her eyes, I didn't see the big deal. Fair. I feel like Shia just looked at her eyes and knew no, was she's, like, really she's a coon. Yeah, like Shia, Shia knew before. No, no, I give people their thoughts. I, 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 I really, remember being a, a little I really girl watching Clueless. It. Being a little girl watching Clueless, being like, she's a really pretty black woman. Like, mm. it, growing up, she was one of the prettiest black women that I that I thought was one of the prettiest black women. Damn. And then saying she had makes me want to watch Clueless. I feel bad because that's not what I was saying. Great movie. You know what I was saying watching Clueless? I was like, yo. Uh, um, she was really funny. The, like I was like, she's funny, bad. I found way too many jokes. Like over time, just watching it, I was like, yo, I shouldn't be laughing at her. Like she's really, she's very dumb. Like I was like, yo, this girl's not smart. <laughs> nah, Cher was very smart. I never heard anybody say that about Stacey Dash. Cher was nope. smart. I never, I never thought she was like, oh my god. Cher was so a straight A student. I've heard people say that they don't see Man, that. Cher I was a team. She knew how to maneuver and hustle her way to get them grades. That's that's the truth. Like she was really good at manipulating situations and she made it work for her. So when it when she couldn't manipulate situations and make it work for her, that's when she would get frustrated. Like that's when it's like, oh man, now it's time to be a brat and cry. Remember the TV old. show? I, I didn't like it. I do yeah, remember the clueless the TV, TV show. show. It, I, I don't remember like it being that good though. It was hmm. hard. Of course not. I didn't like it. You know what I would do watching? You know what I would think when I would watch Clueless? Why do women like Donald Faison so much? They don't. They do. Oh, back in the day, they did. Yeah, but I didn't get it then. Like he was like in that Brandy video, and Brandy went like insane. She was like Brandy. She that's my favorite. That's my favorite intro to a video. She said, girl, what you doing up here? Lamont, Frank, Malik, and Donald is downstairs. She was like, Donald's downstairs? Donald is downstairs. <laughs> he was cute when he was younger. He had he hasn't aged terribly, but he just like his his beauty didn't transfer. <laughs> Scrub. Like he's <laughs> like if he actually likes scrubs. If he was somebody's older brother, so I'd be like, oh, look, your older brother. But mm. it would be like, oh, you have an ugly older brother. Y'all remember Imagine? Imagine? The show? Is that a show? No, nah, it was a group. Oh. <sighs> he had a younger brother, and his brother was in the group called Imagine. They had, like, one song. It was a, I really liked the song. But um, speaking, of song, speaking of songs, um, Bryson Tiller released an album called Anniversary and Tobias is here to um, review it with us and for us. I mean, with us, I guess. Did y'all listen to it? I sure did. Twice. Awesome, awesome. I listened to it probably three times now. When you said we were, we might review it, then I went ahead and finished it and then again and again. Just to make sure I have my opinion. Have at it. Have at it. Uh, I'm going to mute my mic. All right, so as, um, as far as this album goes, 
I want to say, first and foremost, I want to say I'm proud that uh, Bryson Tiller finally put it out because I feel like, if I remember correctly, he was having some mental health issues. He had to step away from the limelight. And then I feel like that very first track spoke on that a little bit when he said, uh, like, like you'll end up waiting five years and then not put something out because you're overthinking about whether people will like it or not. So the, so the mere fact that he, I feel like I do that. So the mere fact that he actually put something out, I was like, okay. Um, first listen, I was a little bit underwhelmed, honestly. I first listened, I was like, mm, I could listen to the other, the older stuff more, better. And then I got, I got tired of the false stops. Like, I'd be like, oh, I guess that song is over. And then it come back and I'd just be like, bro, I get you did that on Don't, but don't do that on like every song. Like that one song with Drake. And I was just like, bro, this better not just be a Drake verse. And then no Bryce, and then, and then Bryce Dilla came back like, psych guys, I'm here. And I was like, I just wanted to throw my headphones off. It's like, dude, stop. So, um, I I didn't like the false stops. Um, I do think his other projects are stronger. And so then I feel like it's underwhelming because when you take such a long hiatus, you come back, you want to be like, like, I don't know, like, since, how do I say this? I'm trying not to, when Bryson Tiller took a long, took that long break, other people came in and was doing what Bryson Tiller was doing. And so then now we have a whole bunch of like other people who kind of sound like Bryson Tiller who might even make stuff that sometimes even hit a little harder. And so now Bryson Tiller's back, like, Hey, I'm the originator. And it's like, well, and I use originator loosely because at one point I just felt like he sounded kind of like Drake, but now he's back and yeah, it felt the album felt underwhelming. I I, I do think it it sounds better. Uh, it's one of those albums that actually sound good in the car. Most times I usually say listen to it in your headphones, listening to your headphones. But like I would get in the car and I'm like, yo, this beat is hard. And so the production is pretty good um, at times. Sometimes I feel like they could have did more. Um, I do like their sample choices. Uh, but overall, I would say. If you're a Bryson Tiller fan, you'll listen to it. You'll you'll love it. If you're not a Bryson Tiller fan, this isn't gonna make make you a new one. I don't think he really did anything. If if I took five years, like like I'm, I'm just be, I'm speaking on Tobias. When I put out the project that I'm trying to put out later, I wanna like change some things because I want people to be like, well, we waited this long for those who have been waiting. I want them to feel like, well, this was worth the wait. And I, and the Bryson Tiller, I listened to it and I didn't get that notion of like, oh, this was worth the wait. I was just like, okay, I feel like in a month people might forget about it. And, and, uh, that's like, like I, I didn't really hear much on there that made me just be like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this forever. Not me personally, but I thought it was good for what it was, but it, I think it could have been better. And, so out of five, I give it like a two, maybe a 2.5. I give it a 2.5. And that's what I, that's what I think about it. What do y'all think? I, I'm, I like Bryson Tiller, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. Um, I did listen to the song, the album the first time on the go, like in the car, and it was short enough for me to get through it. 
I would say that it was underwhelming too, not because I was like legitimately thinking that, but because I caught myself not paying attention to it anymore. And I normally listen to albums the first time really intently. And so because I kind of got distracted, that means that it's probably not that great. And what's funny is what kind of caught my attention again is because I started to hear the um, kind of old to the way to excel album um, soundtrack. Cause that's one of my favorite movies. So when I hear a song from that, that I know is not like a hit song and I'm like, you gotta kind of like know this movie to know that that song came from that movie. And then for there to be another song from that soundtrack, I was like, oh, this is like an old way to excel. And then I looked at it, it was called Inhale. And I was like, that, that's, oh, yeah, that's that was, I, I like the dopest thing to me. That was so dope to me. That was it the dopest thing. Um, it's All Night Long uh, by SWV. Mama, your arm. <laughs> that's the wrong movie. Didn't y'all say? Is. Oh, I thought y'all said so. Waiting to exhale. Uh-huh. Waiting to exhale. All uh-huh. night long by SWV was the song. Uh-huh. Like, Nobody <laughs> samples this. And I was like, this is waiting to exhale. And then, but Alana, did you keep the second song that's in there too? Yeah, but uh, what made that's what I'm saying. That song caught my attention. Then I heard the second song. Then I looked at mm-hmm. the and I was like, got it. Because um, Mary oh, J. Blige um, song from Wayne, well, from Wayne to Excel, I'm not gonna cry, and is also sampled in that in that same song. And I was like, yo, that's fire! I like what he did there. So I think that's my favorite off the album. But there's nothing other than that one, even with Drake, surprisingly, because I like Drake. Nothing that was like, I need this. Like I said, the samples were fire on there to me because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is a fire sample. But mm-hmm. then overall. I was just like, um, there is one song. I can't remember the name of it right now. I think it's after that Inhale song. I might be wrong, but I think it's after that Inhale song where, like, you, you, do you guys, like, like mo- most of us in here do music. Do you guys ever listen to a song and be like, they should do this here? And, and then he did do that. And I was like, okay, that was fire. <laughs> like, that, that was one moment in the album where I was like, he should go this direction. And he did. And I was like, okay. And so I was filling it up there. But yeah, but what would you what would you say, Shy? Oh, I'm not I'm not in a Bryson Tiller fan. Like I don't don't got on my nerves. Um, his other song got on my nerves that they play heavy on the radio, and yeah, exchange that got on my nerves. Um, none of his music catches my ear. Um, I literally listen to it because I, I follow someone who normally has really good taste in music, and he like he listens to a lot of like underground artists and artists on the come up and things like that so um he loves Bryson Tiller so I was like all right I'm gonna give it a listen I literally got like a couple of songs in and I was like I can't do this and then I just turned it off like yeah, it like, was just I like could... the same sound the same mood I was yeah. like nah this is this ain't it for me I can't do it yeah <laughs> that's how that's how I was feeling and I and I was trying not to be like because I know he was dealing with stuff but at the mm-hmm. same time I feel like and one of my friends, one of my friends said something and one of my friends said something and he was like, nah, because he, he was like, I was like, well, he took a long time, maybe a little rusty. That's what I said. And then he was like, well, Kendrick takes a long time. And then when he comes back, it's fire. And I was like, that's because the whole time you can tell Kendrick's honing his craft. And then I was like, well, he wasn't honing his craft then, I guess. And so, but I'm, like I said, happy that he, you know, like you said, got back out there. Do your thing, man. But that's how I was feeling. What, what about you, Keith? That's how I felt listening to it. I felt like I'm happy that he 
pushed and put something out. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm. That was it. And I said, for that alone, I give you an E for effort. Um, but I can't give you an E for everyone because this ain't for me. Mm. And um, that's just how I felt, man. I'm like, okay, this sounds like tracks that didn't make the first project. Mm. Did y'all see that meme that was like, that was like, we waited five years for uh, Bryson to look the other way because in one cover, you look this way. The other yes. Cover, you look down. Yes. <laughs> It's actually really uh, funny, but I'm actually talking, so I'm not going to give brevity to it. So anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. That's funny. That's funny. Um, no, that's how I felt. I, didn't, I actually didn't like the, uh, the samples. I mean, huh? fine. Wow. I can like the songs, but I don't like how they were um, utilized. Yeah, oh. I don't like how they would play. So like, yeah, fine, this is a dope song. I don't like what you did with it. I thought that the Drake feature was going to be the saving grace, and it wasn't. I did too. Um, but I'm with you. I'm like, okay, I know that he was going through some stuff, and I do understand how it feels to not have put something out and for people to have been on you hard about not putting out stuff that they like and then you gotta fight that and then fighting your creativity and then still put like I said pushing like there was a lot of stuff that was you know I mean that was kind of like a hindrance or could have been a hindrance you know I mean a lot of um hurdles that he had to get over to put that out and so for that and for that alone I give it a two Mm. I think a 1.5 honestly I'm like this ain't this ain't moving nothing. This ain't you ain't you ain't pushing the needle. You, you know, like you ain't moving the needle. You ain't pushing the envelope. You know what I mean, it's nothing to write home about. How I many have y'all heard the phrase "nothing to write home about"? I say it all the time. I say, I say it, say it about. Oh, that's that's the idiom for next week. I mean, I, apparently, I guess it is Night an idiom. Bulb. But a lot of people don't know. I'll say I'll say that. And they were like, oh, I never heard that. That's cute. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know I thought I this was a commonly used thing. Because I, I say that, and I also say, um, you don't believe fat means greasy. But I think I say it incorrectly. I think it's I never heard that one. I think you don't believe fat meets greasy or something like that. I think, I think I've been saying it for all these years. Huh? I thought you said, it sounded like you said the same thing twice. The second time I said meat, M-E-A-T. Fat meat. Okay. I normally say, you don't believe fat means greasy. Oh. No, I ain't that slick to a can of oil. And you ain't said nothing slick to a can of oil. Ain't that, that one. Yeah, I say I that, that one. one. But the one about not writing home or there, there ain't nothing to write home about, I say that about people all the time. I don't say that about people. I do. I, I say it about, <laughs> I feel like, I say I feel about like other said, types of nouns. I objects. I said about that too, but I said about people as well. I feel like she said it on the podcast before. Yeah, anything I'm underwhelmed about. Mm-hmm. Or one. But I just found like a group of, like a large group of people have never heard that before. And I'm like, fam, I Not thought that was people. common. Um, um, well, you, I got parents that had older parents, so I get all of that type of stuff. Um, I used to say, I used to say all oh, they chairs ain't pushed under the table and then like nobody Ooh. had ever heard that. 
And then I told my dad, no one had ever heard that. He was like, oh, that's a Keith Robertson original. I made that up. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I've never heard that. I've never heard that. I was going to say, I've never, I don't know that one. He's like, I've oh, never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, all her chairs ain't pushed under the table. <laughs> I like it. He's silly. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, get, I mean, that's how I feel about the Bryson Tiller album. I'm glad you put something else out. Now that you got through that, now work on something it's time good. to put in work, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you had to work. get that out of your system. Fine. I still I feel like you. I still feel like thing. you played into the whole "what do people like from me" type mm. of thing, though. It's, yeah, he's like, I, I got to put all the pauses now. They like that pause and don't. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Do we think that Bryson Tiller is capable of giving anything else? Like anything other than what people expect, is he most is he talented enough to? I think other than what oh, they're used to. I think that he was one of the ones that blew up. Sometimes, like my friend Chris, he always say something about a certain artist. He's like, "Oh, that song's bigger than them." Mm-hmm. I feel like Ooh. "Don't" might have been bigger than Bryson Tiller. Exchange was then, bigger than Bryson Tiller. Mm-hmm. And then now his is kind of like, and then it got to him. It's just like, bro. I was just making a song. Now everybody loves that stuff. And now I got to make more songs? What do I do? <laughs> I feel like it's a bunch of artists I can be like, you probably was just somewhere chilling and somebody just randomly came up to you. Yeah. Let's go to the studio and put this out. I feel He's like... working at Pizza Hut. Yeah, I feel like Bryson Tiller is like that. I feel like Lil Uzi Vert might be like that. Loser. Who? What? Lose What's the kid with the red with the red twist in his oh. hair? I think he's like that. Yeah, I never thought that name. Lose but little lose. There's another one that I think is like that. Who's just like I? Lose I'm making Summer Walker. I think she's like that. I guess I'm making music now. I, I guess I'll do this on a famous level. Sha, what you laughing? At? <laughs> oh God! That's what I think. Walking. I think there's a lot she's of. Like, I, I guess I'll make I music now. <laughs> I'm tired of climbing up and down these poles every night. I want to climb my guitar. I can sing, so why not? Yeah. Give me, give me that electric oh, guitar over there. I'll work it out. <laughs> no, but I'm with you. That was one of the things that I was, that I was thinking about. I didn't know how to word it, so I'm glad that you. I didn't know how to present it, but I'm glad you brought it up. That was one of the things that I was feeling listening to it. I said, I feel bad for him. Mm. I don't think he has a, I don't think he has a bag outside of this sound. And so I think he's going to have to do what I also feel like Tory Lanez is going to have to do. If you still want the money to keep coming in, you're going to have to become a writer. Even though he's already a writer, even though he's already written for Chris Brown and all of that type of stuff, you can't do you can't always do what you can write. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You you create the you create the paint canvas. You you know what I mean like you lay the canvas, you 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 make the stencil and let them do whatever else it is that they're gonna do with it. Because I mean, I hate to I'm not gonna put a cap on people, only God can do that. But from what I'm seeing, it's like fam, yeah, I think it's time. You know what I mean? I think you that I think you that I was like, what, who can I equate him to? And it was no. hard to like put him. No, because John, John, why y'all calling him John? It's John Tay. John Tay. I had a friend named John Tay. He had an E on the, in his name. So 
and that would make sense. Yeah, it's well, tough. the A on the end makes sense too because it's it's, it makes the A sound. <laughs> how you gonna tell somebody? Because phonetically, that's not how you pronounce Alana. it. Alana, Alana, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Alana, for whatever it's worth. I I'm see what Keith is trying to do, but no. I say Jonte too. I'm gonna so. call him Jonte because I know now, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. I made sense for saying it. News to me. Lana has a Y in her name. Exactly, and I don't get mad when people call me Elaine. I just politely mm-hmm. say it's Alana. Awesome. My mama, that was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I still tell this day that was unnecessary. Why'd you do that? I had this one person who was like a like an English major going to this whole spill about how the the A in my name should be a O and he it was he was like livid. I was just like but that still A. Still gonna be an A when you finish this speech, man. I don't know what to tell you. Tavius. Maybe is as my phone calls him. I'm like, hey Siri, call Tobias DeWitt. She's like, hey Siri, call Tobias DeWitt. Calling Tabius DeWitt mobile. <laughs> Calling Tabius. So I pick up the phone, I'm like, what's up, Tabius? Yeah, he does that every time. Um, what else? What else we got to talk about? This Wait, isn't this isn't on, one of our better episodes. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let y'all I, know I, right no, now. I have a question. No, I have I have a question because we're talking about artists that like that takes forever to come out and stuff. Okay. Like, do y'all do y'all feel like Rihanna is not coming out? Because I knew you was going to say that. I'm just somebody curious. Somebody asked me that today. I said somebody that. Asked I didn't me hear that today. What did she say? I guess. Uh, do y'all feel like Rihanna is like in the same boat as Bryson Tiller? Like, is it that little factor of like, what do I do next? Like, I had so much success. Will I be successful with this album? Like, and rumor has it, like, all I think I don't know. Do you want us to answer, Sean? Yeah, I do. I don't think Rihanna's in that same boat. I don't boat. think it's the same boat. I did just say that earlier. I don't think they, anybody heard me, but I said I hope she doesn't do the same thing to her fans. I'm not a Rihanna fan. I like her, though. But I don't think... Who you a fan of? I was just going to say that. Rhetorical. I know you're a fan of a lot of people. Okay. She's Brandy. Oh, yeah, we had this conversation. Fan. <laughs> I like you. I like Rihanna, but I don't rush to get her albums. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that she's in the same boat as all, at all. I think we've seen enough diverse sides of Rihanna to know that she's not capped necessarily. I just think that. Oh no! Okay, no, I'm talking about not. She not had an album that leaked like, like last year, I'm, didn't I'm she? To... No. Yeah, did she have an album that leaked last year? Like no. she had no. a whole album that leaked. No. I'm we would have sure. been souped. We don't. We don't. We haven't gotten no music from Rihanna in years. She must have had some Fenty that leaked. Yeah, I was gonna say what you talking about. Well, say that say that again. Her last album was amazing. I've been fine with that one. I ain't even realized it's amazing. But but was it amazing upon first listen though? Uh yeah. Last well, album, actually. And I and I never thought I would like the not Rihanna, for me. And I actually liked that last album. That album that album was fire. Not for me. I had to grow on me. The only song that got me right away was um Kiss It Better. That was it. Ooh. Every other song had to grow on me. Every Are you song. A Rihanna fan? Hmm? You a Rihanna fan? 
I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I enjoy her stuff, though. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Yeah. Kiss It Better is one of my favorite songs on that album, but I think that oh, last that, album. That song. That song. Whew. I like that song. But I'm not going to hold you. That album had to grow on me. I did not. I went through the whole thing and was like, what the f- is this oh. upon first living? Listen, this no is boy. album Control had to grow on me. And it still hasn't fully grown. I was going to say last year, guys, it wasn't necessarily an album. It was just a whole bunch of her unreleased songs got leaked. That's what that was. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was a whole album. I was wrong. I, did. I don't uh, think, I don't think her and, uh, I was about to say her and Tobias. I don't think her and, um, <coughs> um, what's that boy's name? Bryson Tiller. Thank you. Bryson Tiller are, the same in that regard at all. I think Bryson has to rely heavily on um, his writing capabilities and the production um, and the times. You know what I mean? There was a time in which he kind of like created the sound because it was a new, a newish kind of sound. Um, like yeah, and where the Drakes and the um, and the Chris Browns were like pulling from it and all of that type of stuff. And he even had a song with Rihanna. Um, was it? Uh, I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. What song is that? <laughs> they sampled, uh, they sampled uh, Maria Maria. You in that, that phrase like you are in church. Naked. Naked. That, that just sent me. I, I can't. It's natural. I just, like, take him to church. Um, um, <laughs> um, I think Rihanna is, and, and y'all gonna stone me for this. Well, I think, I don't know. Um, I think Rihanna is manufactured in a lot of ways and she's built to succeed. Whereas um, like she's got a whole team behind her that won't allow her to fail. Yeah, I could you know definitely. I mean? so I'm not going to stone you for that. That's, yeah, I, I, that's I feel like that's a fact. That's, why, that's my first thought when she was saying they're in the same boat. When I thought what I knew what she was talking about. She's not going to fail. She, she's Rihanna. Yeah. It's like whatever I come, I don't have to like, I'm not waking up racking my brain on if y'all going to like this. Like, she could drop one I set the tempo. Oh, so, so basically we saying that whatever I drop, y'all going to like regardless. She has, the same level fans. she has the same level and type of fans as Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Yes. Yep. They, can, put, they yep. can all put out whatever they want. And Drake, whatever they want, whenever they want. Just, you ain't never lie, because I do not like the music Drake is putting out. I'm sorry. Like that song that the radio is trying to get us all to like. I Good God, that song is annoying. That song is annoying. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we I'm like, yo, shut up. Bro. Oh, yeah, I, I can't stand that song. <laughs> that, I, don't, I don't like that song. I'm like, oh my God, you're so much better than that. Left foot up, right foot slide. Right foot <laughs> up, left foot slide. Either way we go, I'm about to slide, slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of sliding, um, Donald Trump slid into the coronavirus. Mm. If that ain't karma, I don't know what karma is. A lot. Yeah. You said karma's a lie. It's a lie. Donald Trump. Oh, you you you, you don't think he has it? You don't think no. he has it? What oh, do you? Okay, so what do you think it is? Somebody else told me that today too. Because historically, there's always an October surprise in politics. This is his. Mm. 
So mm, why wouldn't wow. that be a great ploy to then introduce a vaccine? Why wouldn't that be a great ploy to then um, fit his theory that COVID is not that serious, which he's already played into that. Um, Someone else said that. Look at me. I miraculously arose from the ashes of COVID. I am Zeus. And you too are Zeus because COVID is not real. I mean, like this just, this, the, he fits every stereotype, everything you could come up with on your own. You don't have to be a political strategist. You just got to think, how could he play this? And he'll probably do it. I've got coronavirus. This too shall pass. <laughs> Like he, he wait, I'm not done. He's already done that. I'm laughing at him quoting scripture, but hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is my rock and my salvation. Whom shall I be? <laughs> Whom shall I be afraid? <laughs> yea, though I walk through the valley of the oh my god, <laughs> oh my goodness, oh yo. my god, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Trump's a liar though He's a liar Someone else told me that exact same thing And that same theory you said That he's He prepares the table for me In the presence of my enemies He restores He restores my joy (laughs) (laughs) He leadeth me beside still waters Bigly Bigly Bigly. Oh that's the word Bigly Go ahead Tobias I'm sorry That was it. I was just agreeing with Alana. He definitely is lying. So, he don't have COVID. Got it. I don't think he ever had it. He said he's fine now. I don't know if you know caught that. He said he's fine now? He He was moving reckless, though. Like, he put, if he... Three days, and then uh stayed for three days, and then he was like... He was moving reckless. But mind you, he was working the entire time he was in there. He was working. And he made sure that we seen that he was working while in the hospital. And then he decides to take a ride in the car to, to show um, appreciation for his supporters, putting other people in danger. And then today he wants to make his grand entrance back to the White House and stands up the top of the steps mm-hmm. and takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kid you not. He's so funny, yo. While we on the yes, while we on the topic, while we on the topic, uh, Dara Page, friend of the show, avid listener of the of the show, said that man been obese his entire pregnant pre- uh, I was about to say pregnancy. Pregnancy. Presidency. Excuse me. The Lord is getting me back from what I said in the beginning of this podcast. So Alana, it's fine. It's fine. He, he don't have a Rona, is what she said to finish it. He been he been he been pregnant his entire pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something he would say. I've been pregnant. So what did he say? He said, um, parents should not be able to Kids should not be be able to be born up until the ninth month. That's what. Yep. Don't be confused. That's what he said. I mean, I did, that is a quote. You're right, Trump. He said they should not be born up until the ninth month. Good idea. I think that's when we start doing it. Like, so you just want premature baby? It's fine. It's not healthy, but okay. Have it your way. He been having it his way. 
Trump, every time you look at the, every time you look at your phone, Trump unilaterally signs this document. Trump unilaterally. <laughs> Like, he doesn't I, even have a platform. He doesn't even stand for any particular topics. He just signs stuff. What y'all want? What What's going to get me elected next? What next y'all want? November? What y'all want? What I'm going to the store. What y'all need? What y'all need? I'm going to Y'all want this sign? Okay. Can, can I have my wall now? That wall ain't been built. They ain't building a wall. Uh, what do y'all think about them forcing us to? get this vaccine i don't trust that from what of course not from what i hear that from what i hear is they're going to get the um the army involved like the armed forces involved like yeah it's going to make you take the vaccine wow that's crazy i thought it was bad with my job i feel like that's illegal me too not if the president allows it there's all of this stuff that has been happening for the past, like, like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> Everything is illegal. No, 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 no. I didn't. Even, first of all, I, I always thought the vaccine was in trials. Like they're working on it. I did not know that once they find it, they're going to force us to get it. I did not know that. that now that the, I got yeah. it, they're going to use my blood to to inset people with, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make it the best vaccine ever, and. That's and that'll be that, cause, show. huh? I'm just thinking about that. Like, if they actually did something like that, I was just saying that sounds. You're gonna gross, use my bro. my tiger blood to do it. I don't want to be injected. I've got tiger blood. Remember when? Um, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I've got his, tiger his blood. His own wife. His own wife don't even want his DNA near her. Near her. Mm. Why we all gotta? Why we gotta get it? No. She don't like no. holding that man's hand. That's for sure. She don't like him. I promise you, she's out. That's why he won four more out. years. That's why he won four more right. years. Don't leave me. Melanin, melanin don't leave me. <laughs> don't leave me. Don't leave me. She out. Don't leave me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> From, From that song. Now you're a fool for that. You're a complete fool for that. This is out. That's cool. Yo. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, my God. Teddy Riley begrudgingly no. playing the keys. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's out. It ain't too much she could do or say. She is out of there. She ain't sign up for all this. Believe us. <laughs> He gonna lie about a pregnancy. I'm pregnant. I heard today like, like, like he Melania, said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yep. exactly what he gonna do. That's why I say he gonna lie about a pregnancy. That's I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. You gonna walk out slow. on this? You gonna walk out on this, baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Slow, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna do. Mom six is here. Mom six, she's here. Mm-hmm. I was waiting God, for a time man. like this. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> um. Pull out all the stops. I'll be honest, I'm not in the mood, but we're gonna do it because we promised the people when we come back. Because <laughs> we promised the people. We, we, we should have the people play if we had the copyright. We should have we should have Alana um lead this because she has been holding down the it's Christian okay. aspect of this podcast, <laughs> and I appreciate it for it. <laughs> 
She went hard the last podcast. She was so she brought up the Lord. Like <laughs> what was I talking about? I don't know, but I was like, I left her out to drive by accident. I didn't know what she was doing, but that's what's up. I vowed to be with you the next time. I was like, all right, the next time she I talk about the Lord, I gotta be right there. I brought up Jesus. Yes. Yes. I'm good for that. You brought up you brought up Jesus and keep cough. I think that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Y'all <crazy>. <clears throat> All right, we'll be right back and we're going to talk about, we got a prison shop, Revelation chapter one. We in verse eight. So uh, turn with me in your Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me, girl. <laughs> he probably would talk the whole. He would probably talk the whole thing. What you don't understand is that you really can't leave. Oh, he. Got- <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put up. I'll put up a wall all around you and say that you can't leave. He gonna be Michael from Boys and Men. He he would do all the talk. Yo, him doing all the talking during the interludes. Yo, that's <laughs> no hilarious. Way. No way. Yo, that's hilarious. I feel like you got a skit idea. I do. You know what I'm mad at? I'm mad at Michael in that song. Which song? Um, I think it's on Bended Knee. Why? He said, "I know you cheated on me. I just didn't care." I'm like, "What you mean?" She for the streets. Let them have her. <laughs> she for the streets. He's Who like, started I knew, that? I knew that you, you cheated. I just didn't care. Right. I was like, what? I can't. <laughs> what Beyonce said, I care. I know you I don't care song. too much, but I still care. I love that song. I love Four, period. That's my favorite album. I think that's her best album. Four? It's your head throw. Why you throw your head like I'll this? Still <laughs> <laughs> Get away from the bike. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it's time for our game. I almost forgot. Um, we playing uh, who <laughs> sampled it? I'm not your best host today. I promise I'll be better next week. Um, yeah, who sampled it? So this is a song by Mary Mary and. The song that they sampled was from a 1991 hit. Mm. Okay. Okay. You don't want to go, Mary? Hold on. Here I go. What? <laughs> Here I go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think you guys are making an attempt at, at saying words while I pull this up. I appreciate it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you see when I pass by. Shadow, a cloud, or a line in the sky. Am I getting it wrong or am I getting it right? Any guesses? There's something else. Something I can only else think of something that they've heard. Why you want to do that? That's all I can think of, Alana. Go and tell him. No, so fat. Now, why you want to go and do that? Okay. What's the original version? That's what I don't oh, know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I don't know. I was going to give y'all, um, that was going to be my hint if y'all didn't get it. 
Um, okay. Yeah, if y'all didn't get it, that T.I. That version was going to be my hint. So, partial credit. Partial credit. The uh, song that they sampled is by Crystal Waters. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt that's her real name. But <laughs> it's by Crystal Waters, Gypsy Woman. I don't know that song. Yes, you do. You play it. Okay. Yes, you, do. <clears throat> you do know it. Okay. Yes, you do. You know it. You don't even know what you don't know. Right. Because she cares, y'all. Her day I wouldn't be right without her. Oh, my goodness. She's never had a makeup. She's just like you and me. But she's homeless. She's homeless. As she stands there singing for money. I feel like yeah, it's like a sale. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I had to turn that off. We got, yeah, got a little yeah, demonic yeah. on my end. I don't know if you noticed, but I was <laughs> looking around because I was like, that little mom, that little mom, I was like, oh. Uh, no. I was like, yeah. That video looks like that scene in Boomerang when uh the nasty dude in the office made that video. For Sean J. For Sean No, not for Sean J. The one for the lipstick at the beginning of the movie. And he had the girl like literally putting the whole lipstick tube in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was like, it's nasty, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude was real creepy. I haven't seen the Marine. Yes. Oh, it's magical. <laughs> that movie was crazy. Because yeah, I don't want to get into Boomer. Boomerang is coming to Netflix. It's there now. Okay. That's like that's like my favorite Eddie visually. I think like that's like the Oh, he cool, looked good. I think that was like yeah. the coolest he looked. Yeah, Eddie looked good in that yeah. movie. That's one of my favorite Eddie movies. But but he's not funny in the movie. You know I don't think he was trying to be. Yeah, no. He was like he was sort of like the straight man in that movie. But like, you know, the other stuff around him was happening. He had his few little subtleties that are just a part of who he is that are funny, but he didn't have to be funny. Tisha Campbell was hilarious. Pops was hilarious. That was our introduction to him. David Allen Greer was hilarious in that movie. Was he? That awkwardness between him and Holly. You don't think that was funny? I don't remember. Uh-uh. Wait, what don't you remember? (laughs) <laughs> and his dynamic with him and Eddie. Him, he and Eddie's dynamic was hilarious. I feel like he was like the punk to Eddie, like character. Like I, that's why I didn't. I didn't think that was funny. I just thought that was kind of like yeah, we didn't have to make we didn't have to make Eddie the man that much. Like golly, like, can he can he have some competition? Like because Martin's you know, dynamic. Was I love Martin. Martin does no wrong in my eyes. He is just so funny to me. What's like, the mama's name? Pops, who, what is David Allen Greer's mom's name? I don't know her real name. Nah, Tell your daddy I said hi. That's weird. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I can't think of her real name. <laughs> I can't think of her real name. All right, so we are in <laughs> quick cut, hard, hard, hard left right here. We are in our um, 
Revelation series. Um, and uh, we just did verse one through seven. And uh, so hopefully we finish, we get to finish the chapter because this will be a long chapter. <laughs> this will be a long series if we don't. And I, I know that I won't finish it with you guys. Um, well, maybe, I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. Hopefully y'all can help me tonight. Um, so yeah, um, what are your thoughts on Revelation thus far? You guys did one through seven last time? We did one through seven. One through seven. And this time you're just doing eight? No, we, hopefully we finish tonight. Hopefully, hopefully we finish the chapter tonight. Within these next 30 minutes. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um I did read it. Did you read you read the whole thing? Yeah. You read the whole book? I have read the whole book of the Revelation. Yeah, me too. I had but a friend. Bad, no. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I read the whole book if I'm doing the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too, actually. You winging it. <laughs> no. You don't know what's coming. <laughs> I can't wait. Shoot, I'm anticipating just like yo. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. What's happening next? This just open form at this point. Hey, <laughs> find out next time on Dragon Ball Z what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> does Jesus come back? Does he not? Find out next time. Does Jesus come back? <laughs> Find out next time. Well, thank God for the group chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, no, I think we did up to eight. So we'll we'll start with um nine. Um, anybody want to read other than me tonight? No, your voice is so great. Please read. Yeah, he was like doing a smooth key voice. No, nah. <laughs> I'm smooth too. Alana, wanna, you want to read? I don't have to read. Wait, we oh. want you to. Thank you, Keith. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. What'd you say? I was sick and shut in. I'd like to hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah. God brought you back from um, COVID-19. So we praise the Lord. I did not but have then, COVID-19. He, he said that, too. <laughs> he we opened like, the podcast with we that. We were like, we're not going to claim that on her. No, I didn't claim it. She claimed it. She said I, I didn't claim it. She didn't claim it. She said I, I can't do the podcast. because I'm I having a test. Because you should get tested if you sick at this time. Well, you don't have it. So praise the Lord. Did I should not laugh that hard because Keith was like, what? What I do? As if to say, he's like, exactly how you do it. Like, I'm not with us because she has COVID-19. We like, oh, oh, we, wow. So we pray her strength in the Lord. That's what I said. We pray her strength. He was like, what? What I do? Ah, he was like, what? What I do? Like, what? Keith, you know. I didn't have COVID, everyone, for clarity. Mm-mm. I did not. I think I got sal- salmonella from my new baby turtle. Mm-hmm. Me a what? Mm-hmm. My turtle. You putting the turtle on your you, face? You have a turtle? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she got a turtle. How's that going? He's going well. How's They're that going? They're no, I'm asking because, like, like okay. Like How's that going? Girl, he learning all his ninja moves. <laughs> <laughs> he yellow belt. No, right <laughs> like, what makes one go get a turtle? Like, no offense. Like, because I just know everybody's asked. A lot of people ask me. I just like animals. And so mm-hmm. there's just certain ones that are like, these are good, like domestic animals. He's a calm. I mean, turtles are calm animals that don't <laughs> take a lot of effort. So I'm like, okay, that would be a cool animal to get. I like them. 
I was laughing because she said he's a calm, but like, as she was feeling like iterate, as in, like, there was an option for him not to be a calm turtle. <laughs> so that there are idea not calm turtles. There's turtles that's just like crunking, like, yeah, yeah man. Donatello yeah. was an angry turtle. Oh, yeah, no, it was Raphael who's that was Raphael who was angry. Turtle. Donatello, yeah. was real smart, life turtles. Yeah. There are turtles who can be violent for all intents and purposes and bite you. And he doesn't do that. Somebody told me my turtle was depressed. He's not depressed because he's late. <laughs> but he he's very calm. And his name I'm is Kobe. Sorry. And we're having a great time. His name's Kobe? His name's Kobe. That's, that's funny. Do you have so, other animals? No, we don't have time for this. <laughs> no, you don't have other animals. Trying to be Dr. Doolittle. You already master splinter. Hold on. Master splinter? How am I master? That's dumb. You got a turtle. <laughs> he raised them turtles. Boy, he raised, he raised them turtles too. Yeah, he sure did. He had four teenagers. Keep sound like one of them aunties that's like, that old, you know, raised all them kids. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> all of her old raising all them of kids. Them. <laughs> just coming up just as nice. Now we 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 read up to uh Revelation uh chapter one verse eight and did not our hearts burn. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> I was waiting all week to say that. <laughs> Can you tell? Well <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, God. It is Tuesday. Um, I was waiting till I was waiting since last Tuesday. Um, verse nine reads: So we're in the vision. Um, I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance which are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. So we're going to stop right there. What do we got right now? From just reading that phrase, that um, little section. Let's call it a paragraph because that's what it is. <laughs> what, do, what do we get from that paragraph? It was called the document. What's to come? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. writing a book. What you see and send it to the seven churches. Yeah. What else? Again, listeners, we are we are pretty much for all intents and purposes. We are in a Bible study, and I kind of run Bible studies like I'm not the guy that cares about silence. I will wait because people might not want to talk over one another, and or people are just thinking. So everyone, <laughs> relax. <laughs> well, for me, I, I basically I took it as. Um this is uh, crucial to take in at this moment and I want everyone to know what is to come. So make sure it, the urgency was there to make sure that the message or <clears throat> the story is put out to the masses. Mm. 
from nine to yeah, just nine to verse nine to eleven. What y'all got? I think it's interesting that he points out um that he is according to how he described himself your brother your partner in suffering in god's kingdom and the patient endurance to which jesus calls us it's interesting for him to qualify himself as such and i think that it was important because it one and with one it can remind us that we're we're all able to receive um not just truth from god but direct truth from god directly like like john was just another man he was important in the bible i'm not saying he didn't have calling and anointing but he was another man and he made sure that that was clear before he even shared um what happened but i think that it um reminds us that we too can receive from god um a word and i think it also made him easier to receive from because of him adding your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endure, patient endurance to which Jesus calls us. Like even as the person who's sharing this with you, I'm called to the same patience. I'm called to the same suffering. And I am your equal. I'm your brother. So T, nothing so far? I mean, or just what everyone oh, else. But I will say. I don't know Thank if you, you uh, iterated. Uh, I know I'm not going to say nothing about that, but I don't know if you <laughs> iterated when you first started. But did you tell the people what book you uh, like, what Bible you was reading from? Like, I'm reading Bible? from the New American Standard Bible. Uh, um, theologians and um, Bible scholars alike uh, say that this is the closest to the Greek and Hebrew um, translation um, outside of reading the Greek and Hebrew translation. Um, that's why sometimes it's important to get corresponding um, commentaries and books and um, hearing from the Lord is all of that is super important for things such as this. Um, and I also want to say this. Um, thank you, Tobias, for that alley-oop. I also want to say this, that uh, it is okay to um, read the Bible and to study the Bible and to um, get a revelation, um, no pun intended, um, and an epiphany from the Bible. But above all else, understand this, that the Bible interprets itself, okay? So um, if you are getting some sort of revelation and some sort of understanding that does not align with Scripture, um, just because you read one scripture, um, you got to check yourself. And, and that's why it's good to be amongst a body of believers um, so that you can say, hey, I've read this in the Bible and I think that this is what it is. And people could be like, yes or no. <laughs> you know, like, no, because the Bible says this and the Bible doesn't contradict itself. Um, so I just want to say that. And that's why, I mean, the four of us here, we, we are here doing it. And even though I'm leading it, someone could be like, no. And then we can have a discussion about it. Like, I'll be honest, I'm prideful in a lot of areas. This, I try not to allow it to be one of them. Um, uh, speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, let me go back to the Bible. Uh, um, I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation. So in the tribulation, so in, see like this right here in the, in this Bible, um, in the tribulation, the tribulation is, is lowercase. 
right? Um, and that's might that might not even be the thing, but it's not talking about it's some some Bible scholars would say that it's not talking about the actual tribulation, like when they're talking about like right before Jesus comes back to get his people and all of that. Um, it could mean your brother in the tribulation, like because we are going through tribulation right now. Um, the Bible says in John 16, verse 33, Jesus says this. So um, so it's even more important. It's in red letters. Jesus said this. He said, in this life, you will have tribulation, but take heart for I have overcome the world. So it's not necessarily in the tribulation as you're going through it or like in the, in the big tribulation, but it is, I'm struggling with, I'm wrestling through this life just like you are. Like, um, again, the Bible says in, in Romans chapter eight, it's talk, it talks about, um, if we suffer with him, then we'll also reign with him. So it was like, how do I know that I'm a, how do I know that I'm a Christian? How do I know that I'm a part of the body of Christ? Are you, are you not that, not saying, are you, like Tobias was mentioning other weeks, it's not like, well, are you going through hardship? Is everything like, no, are you going through hardship for the faith? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Not, not just, oh man, my bills is due and I can't pay them. Not just, oh man, my boyfriend left me. Not that type of stuff per se. It was like, is, are some of you, like, do you struggle do you struggle with things that your faith directly impacts? If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you being for all intents and purposes? Are you being ostracized for your faith? Are you being alienated for your faith? Are you being, this is, and this is a privilege in America. Are you being socially martyred for your faith? You know what I mean? Do people say, Oh man, I don't want to hang out with her. Why? Cause she's different. I don't really rock with her. And, but it all comes down to the fact like, Oh, y'all don't like who I serve. And they can know that through the lifestyle that you live. Um, um, and if when y'all disagree, just say something. <laughs> um, so it's not necessarily talking about the tribulation, the big tribulation, and in the kingdom. Like, so we are part of the kingdom. The kingdom has not yet come. So everyone talking about, oh yeah, we're in the kingdom. The kingdom has not yet come. Yes, even though we we do have a faith that is already and not yet at the same time so even though people argue about that the kingdom hasn't come yet it's like okay but we still king's kids and we still are in the kingdom because we will be just like our salvation we have been saved we are currently being saved and we shall be saved salvation sanctification glorification mm -hmm. it's the it's the happened already it's the happening right now and it will have happened and it will happen is what i'm saying um verse 10 I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Now we talked about this briefly. When it says I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, what do y'all think that it means? He was praying. Mm. On Sunday? Mm. Mine says it was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. What, what you got, the message Bible? Uh, no, this is the NLT. The NLT? Mm. So that's what I think. I think it means worship. That's what it say. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I'm. A, I'm gonna pull it up on the study guide. Uh, <clears throat> for the word of God, Amethyst. Um, 
This is what it says on Blue Letter Bible. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, blueletterbible.org. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what you see right in the book, and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia. And it goes on the list, the uh, seven churches. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. What does John mean by saying he was in the spirit? This seems to have more meaning than simply saying he was in the spirit as opposed to being in the flesh. In a sense, Paul means in Galatians chapter five, verse 16. The idea isn't simply that John was walking in the spirit, but that he received unique revelation from the Holy Spirit. This was a unique spiritual experience for John, what some might call an out-of-body experience, though, of course, without the occult or spiritism, such experiences are associated with today. Um, Walvoord, some, some dude's name, I'm going to attempt it. Walvoord <laughs> defines in the spirit like this, carried beyond normal sense into a state where God can reveal supernaturally the contents of this book. Um, there are four references to John being in the spirit in the book of Revelation. First at Patmos, so he's in Patmos. And then in heaven, in Revelation chapter 4, verse 2, then in the wilderness, in Revelation chapter 17, verse 3, and finally on the mountain of God, Revelation 21, verse 10. On the Lord's day, I'm sorry, I'm reading way too much, um, but I, I will talk about this as soon as I'm done. On the Lord's day, when is the Lord's day? Among the pagans of the Roman Empire, the first day of each month was called Emperor's Day in honor of the Roman Empire of the Roman emperor. Perhaps Christians proclaim their allegiance to Jesus by honoring the first day of the week as their own Lord's day. This is not the same term used for the day of the Lord in the old Testament, nor is it the same idea. The book of revelation will definitely deal with the idea of the day of the Lord, but it doesn't do it here. And here's where we kind of can do some, we shouldn't isogeet, but we can exegete here um i believe and i personally i think that in the on the lord's day they don't necessarily call it they didn't necessarily call it that back then. <laughs> that's number one um and on the lord's day would be different from what you and i would call the lord's day on today you know what i mean back then people like john who was jewish um before he became a christian um Lord's Day was the was the Sabbath. You know what I mean? The Sabbath was on a Saturday and not on a Sunday. Um, in America, the Lord's Day would be on a Sunday. Um, personally, I do believe that, you know, um, contrary to what that commentary was saying, I do believe that it was talking about the actual day of the Lord. So to, for where I can see these things happening, God giving me this outer body experience to be able to write down what he wants me to write down. Cause when we go on, it talks about um, having seen like write down what you see, write down what's going to happen. And then write down what, write down what's happening, write down what's going to happen and write down, you know, past, present and future, write all of this stuff down. Um, so I don't think it was like necessarily like him shouting or anything, not saying that Alana said that, but it's like, like the Lord brought me to this place to, you know, the Lord brought me to this place to write this stuff down. And well, I, don't, I don't necessarily even, and I know you're not saying I said this, when mm -hmm. I, even, even when I think of worship in context of like now, it, worship doesn't necessarily look like, um, 
it doesn't have any particular face. Because I think that when we, if we are setting aside time every morning to spend with God and it's in quietness and stillness, that's still worship mm-hmm. um, and communion with God. And so I think that my thought wasn't as, a, as to that extent when I, when I was reading right. that, that, but I still even see that mm-hmm. um, him directly responding to God, saying something to him and in obedience responding by writing it down to share it. That is worship. Our obedience is worship. So then that, that's the um, one way to look at it. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, where are we? Um, yes, it's so much here. Um, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. So he's saying, he's saying write to seven churches. So what we seeing here is sort of like a, it's it's a um, it's an epistle, but not fully an epistle. It's it's a few things wrapped into it, but an epistle is one of those things. And what's an epistle, Keith? An epistle is a letter written to a church. Letters written to church. Um. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking. This is verse 12. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. What do the golden lampstands represent? Did you mention this last week? I did. The Bible also mentions it. The seven churches. Why, why lampstands? I don't know. It's so deep. Think y'all y'all think about this. Why lampstands? And when I say lampstands, think about lampstands like candle stands. Right. That's what I was thinking of. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know a deep reason. That's the obvious. Any any other um educated guesses? Next week we're gonna pray before we do it. Mm. Educated guesses. No, I don't have educated guesses. Just guess. I hate when people say guess debate. I just looked that up the other day. It's a real word, and it's an actual difference between they, that and debate. Really? Mm-hmm. They no. You I know they. You know they. It is. You know they put fake words in the dictionary. It's a real word. It has a real. It has its own real separate definition. I know it's like when you guessing. It's not different enough. <laughs> not, it's, it's like not. it's not extreme enough to where somebody should be correcting you if you use them interchangeably. But it is there is a difference. It's like when my teacher was Nobody like, "Don't say n-. right." It's like when people don't. My teacher was like, "Don't say the n word. It's not in the. It's not in the dictionary." And somebody was like, "It's right here." <laughs> And that's a like, dumb reason not Right, and they just put it in there yo, like five years ago. Not now. Because it wasn't in the dictionary? Most slang is not in the dictionary. Well, now it is. They throwing slang in the dictionary. Bling bling is in the dictionary. Um, mm-hmm. I remember people used to say, don't say, hey, it's not in the dictionary. Now it is. Yes. English is in the dictionary. Yep. That's the thing. Right? We're getting off topic. <laughs> Lamb stands. <laughs> Lamb stands. Candle stands. Why? To show you the way, because normally when you use stuff like that, it provides light. Or, at least that's what my mind says. 
I didn't want to say it out loud, but I did. Yeah, I was going to say something in regards. This is this is like in the in the literal sense, and but on a bigger scale, I was trying to think of how that could combine into each other. And the only thing that had a common ground was providing the way. Like, you know what I mean? You are so close, super close. You you on the right path. Um, lamb stands, candle stands. So, and it represents the church. Are we the light of the world? Yes. What they say? Hmm. What they say? No, we are not the light of the world. Okay. No. No. We. I said so. They say. <laughs> no. I don't, and who's saying that needs to stop saying it? That's not true. We are <laughs> light. That's what they say. We. <clears throat> who is the light of the world? He on the throne. Walk in the light. That beautiful light, Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. So it would it makes sense for the church to represent the lampstands because we are not that light. We are just like like Sharice was saying. We help show you the way to that light. So yes, we in a way we put that light on the pedestal. Uh If I be if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. lampstands that so those te- seven churches represent lampstands and one can surmise for that for that reason um, because we are not that light but he is the light like John like um, John the Baptist said he says well in the book of John John was like he was not that light but he came to bring you know what I mean he came to make a way for the light or whatever I'm paraphrasing but that was it um, and in verse 13, and in the middle of the lampstands, I saw, and see, right here, verse 13, and in the middle of the lampstands, I saw one like a son of man, clothed in a robe, reaching to the feet, and girded across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were white like white wool, like snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze when it has been made to glow in a furnace and his voice was like the sound of many waters. What does this all mean? Yeah, glow, Leo. <clears throat> huh? Does it mean like God has arrived? That's what I got from it. Uh, help us, help us unpack this. Show your work. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, I'm sorry. Guys. What you mean? Because God. Verse 13, when they're describing what Jesus looked like, when John is describing what Jesus looked like. Right. So it's like he's arrived, like he's here. Like the whole description feels like that. Providing the visual, that is. You're saying like that's what he'll look like when he comes? Like when Yeah, he's right? There's a song we used to sing in church about this. Because there's another scripture that behold he comes riding on the cloud. Is <laughs> they say, I see the Lord seated on the throne, exalted. The train of his robe fills the temple with glory. Is but is isn't that somewhere else though, or is it just here in Revelation? No, I think it's I think it's elsewhere. It's elsewhere. I think it's elsewhere. Hmm. Mm. What what do they offer? We don't know, so that's the, that's the answer. And um, like I said, I've been doing some intense study on this. Um, 
and like a, a trusted authority, quote unquote, um, Randy White. He said, you know, amongst the theologians and, and biblical scholars, they don't know. They don't know what it means. And I think it's best for us like not to even like, you know, some stuff ain't meant for us to, you know, like when we see it, we see it, you know. But there are some things that he does point out, like, you know, but I think it's cool that he looks super authoritative like this, though. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people will use the, um, they use the, uh, see, his feet were like bronze, so that means that he was black. I was like, that's not what it means at all. You see all the, <laughs> you see all the other descriptions prior? Like, he don't look like anything we've ever seen. Right. Black, because he talked like water. He's smooth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think it just means, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I think it's okay for us to, like, think and pontificate on it but like it's like like the sound of many waters like do you hear water like we me and Sharice we by the um ocean we hear like the waves crashing and how loud that is and like imagine many waters being like mm-hmm. that like his voice is very um vociferous and demo- you know what I mean I don't want to say demonstrative but like it's a lot la- it's super loud like that um in his right hand, he held seven stars. What are the seven stars? Uh, angels. How do you know that? Because I read the whole chapter. All right. So where does it say that? <laughs> it says verse 20. Yeah. As for the mystery of the seven stars, this is Jesus talking. As for the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, and the seven gold lampstands, golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back up to verse 16. And out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. Why? 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 Why did a why did a sharp two edged sword come out of his mouth? I don't have an answer for that. Me neither. Um. Yes, don't, I love it. Like it's nothing. It's nothing in regards to like his words were cut. Keep going. Like it'll it'll be so powerful that his words were Keep like. Going. Cut. But they pierce our souls or something like pierce. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, I got key. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's Hebrew, I, I love it. Hebrews chapter four, verse twelve. For the word of God is quick and sharp. Wait, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Where is that at? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. I was on it. You said you was on it? No, I said showers. Mm-hmm. Keep a coach. You got more in you. I know you do. <clears throat> I don't really be trusting people. I'll be trusting in the spirit that is within the person. Mm. Like, mm. honestly. 
he a coach from one of them gospel movies. <laughs> Bro, but I'm but <laughs> not a coach from a gospel movie. So um verse 17, when I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. And I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Where everybody at? Oh, hey, Sha. Tobias probably, went, Tobias probably went to bed. It's fine. Um, no, no, no. He, the link isn't working. I just told him what to do. No. So just... Just copy the meeting ID and then put it in and then copy the password and put it Sorry. in. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. That's all I did. Okay. Um, I'm going to read verse 17 again. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. And I was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. Like, how does that make y'all feel? Like, verse 17 to 18, how does that make you feel when you read that? I don't know how to feel, Keith. Because a part of me is still trying to put everything from previous, like, all together. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, like, at a standstill point, like, wait, what am I supposed to be getting from this? at this point mm. it reminds me of when i mean when jesus rose and and they were in awe and in shock and he um told basically said something similar to what he's saying here which is relax because i already told you this was going to happen i already told you that i was going to rise and i was going to come back and here i am so relax mm. here I am. and i think that that same description in 17 18 is a similar situation, but I think in reference to us beholding God. So I like that. That's real good. Yeah. I, I didn't make that correlation because that is true. Like when when Jesus um rose from the dead and he was going around, and mind mm -hmm. you, people that don't know, Jesus didn't just like go around for one day showing people himself and then he was like, All right, I'm out. He stayed around for a couple of months. Like forty, I think like forty days or something. Like he was around, and he was going around talking to people and stuff, mm -hmm. like letting people know, "Hey, I'm alive again." So don't think like nobody saw him. Only the disciples. Like no, Jesus was out here. <laughs> like hello, <laughs> um, no, but that's what he would say. He would say, "Fear not, don't be afraid." Um, when Paul saw him on the water and he was walking on the water, he thought that it was a ghost, and he was like, "Fear not." Um. That was his. That was his thing. Um, that's good. That's good. That is true. Um, John's reaction and Jesus's assurance. See, um, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet, dead, but as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, "Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am He who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Forevermore. So is Jesus ever going to die again?" No. 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 
Yeah, I, I did say it like I was like y'all was in Bible school. Sunday school, yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> and I have the keys of Hades and of death. Hades meaning hell, basically. It's a it's like a place in hell, basically. Um when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. John was overwhelmed by this awesome vision, even though he was an apostle who knew Jesus on the earth, even the three years John spent with Jesus on this earth did not really prepare him to see Jesus in his heavenly glory. At this moment, John knew what a miracle it was that Jesus could shield his glory and authority while he walked this earth. Mm. Blessed position. Does the death, does the death alarm you? We are never so much alive as when we are dead at his Mm. feet. This is Spurgeon. Spurgeon said this. It matters, it matters not what aileth us if we lie at Jesus' feet. Better be dead there than alive anywhere else. Again, Spurgeon. Um, Daniel said it. I think it was Daniel. He said better, or it was it was either Daniel or Solomon. He said, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Yeah. He laid his right hand on me. First, Jesus comforted John with a compassionate touch. Perhaps the touch of Jesus felt more familiar than the appearance of Jesus. That's deep. Then Jesus gave John a command, do not be afraid. John didn't need to be afraid because he was in the presence of Jesus. Jesus is the first and the last, as it says in the scriptures that we just read. The God of all eternity, Lord of eternity past and eternity future. Jesus is the one who lives and was dead and is alive forever, evermore. He has the credentials of resurrection and lives to never die again. The victory that Jesus won over sin and death was a permanent victory. He didn't rise from the dead just to die again. Mm. Jesus is the one who has the keys of Hades and of death. Some imagine that the devil is somehow the Lord of hell. Some imagine the devil has authority or power to determine life or death. Clearly, they are wrong, for only Jesus holds the keys of Hades and of death. We can trust that Jesus never lets the devil borrow the keys. Almost done here for the night. We're going to get done with this chapter. Only two two verses up. Well, maybe one, because we just established verse 20. Um, Therefore, write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after these things. So we realize, we realize with that one statement in that one verse that the preterist view doesn't work that we learned last week. The preterist view being like, oh, these, he's only writing about historical things. No, he's writing about things past, things present, and things happening or things that will happen in the future. So the preterist view doesn't work there because we know that from verse 19. Um, And verse 20 says, and for the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Last question and we'll get out of here. Uh, Who are the angels? Are the angels are the angels of the churches? Are they like people or are they literal angels? Literal angels, right? I was thinking literal angels. Tobias is muted. Oh, I'm. Oh, I can hear you better now. I said literal angels. That's what I said at first, and then everybody else said. 
Why y'all, why y'all think they was little angels? Because I didn't think they were play angels. I don't have a thought. <laughs> Any deep I just, <laughs> when I read angels, I thought real angels. I, I kind of take it as, like, why would he show up with, like, anything for play if he's making a statement? I said, are they people or are they, like, heavenly right. celestial I beings? I don't think they're metaphoric, metaphorical angels. Like, I don't think that he's right. saying... Like when the people say we are the church, mm-hmm. I don't think that that was one of those moments. I think it was more literal than that. It That's was a vision, so that I think that also that also like is why I probably took it very literally. It didn't right. have no limit, like what we're experiencing. Everything with. he's done thus far up to this moment, he ain't been playing. In his right. Family. So why would he so, play oh, with that? Yeah. Like why? Why would he have little people? <laughs> it's kind of like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I came in his hoopty, but don't ignore that. Right. Tobias. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so John. So John. So John is a man. And John is going to be writing to seven angels and seven churches. So y- y'all think that John is going to be writing to to heavenly beings? Mm-hmm. Well, when you rephrase it that way, no. And when you do it like that, yeah. I mean, you make it sound crazy, but I still think, I don't get why it was these, like, seven people. Um. For uh, some people, and I know like the phrasing might slip our minds right now, but I've heard pastors refer to themselves as the angels of the house. Mm. So it's it's not necessarily like literal angels as in like heavenly beings. It's more so right to the pastors of the church and right, like you write into the pastors of the church and to the uh, church. So he's going to be rebuking he's going to be rebuking in some, in some cases, the angels of the house, meaning like, so he's like, y'all, y'all have turned away from this. Y'all need to get back to that. He's not talking to angels. He's talking, he's talking to pastors. He's talking to the people that that hold, that are over the churches. Otherwise. That went went right over my head. Jesus wouldn't like, like, it's like, it's like God, God, I'm going to give this message to you, John, so that you can tell it to the angels. Like, no, if I'm God, I could talk to the, I'm going to tell the angels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, we don't rebuke angels. Right. Other, you know what I mean? Other than fallen angels. Amen. But like, we don't rebuke angels. Like they, they holy. You know what I'm saying? And so I think personally, this is Keith. This is Keith. This is Keith. This ain't Bible. Right here, this is key. And I forgot my point just now. But I don't think that is necessarily, I don't think that we would be, I don't see in the Bible where we're rebuking angels. The angels usually come and give us a message. And so I think in that sense, that's what it's meaning. Like when it's talking about the angel of the church, because they're giving a message, but not so much. It's not so much like, yo, there's seven angels that are over the church. And I do believe that there are angels that are over little churches, like literal, heavenly, celestial beings that are over churches that are governed to 
guard churches and all of that stuff. I do believe that, but we don't know what they're doing. They they have an open communication with God. They come to God. Remember, remember in the book of Job, um, they have to give an account. Remember that? Remember in the book of Job, in the beginning of Job, and it's so deep. Um, we we got to peer in a little bit of what goes on in heaven. Um, is the Bible said, and all the sons of God, you know, came before the throne of God, and they had to give an account for what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So. So even the enemy had to go before God and give an account. So he was like, what you, what you been up here doing? Or what you been doing? He was like, man, I've been around here seeking whom I may devour. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, well, you know what I mean? So they have a, I said that to say this, that they have a, they do have a, in so many words, they have an open line with God. And so mm-hmm. he's talking to the pastors of the church. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. When you break like, it down like that. Like, I ain't yeah. no mere human telling the angel, get your stuff together. <laughs> like, I don't need to tell John that to send it back up the ladder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Bible also says he made himself a little while lower than the angels. So we're lower than the angels for, for right now. Ultimately, we will be, like, it's so crazy. One day, we'll, like, we'll be telling angels what to do. But not right now. So if all hearts and minds are clear... That is Revelation chapter one. Amen. That's a lot. Amen. A lot to dive into. What'd you say? Did not our hearts burn. Did not our hearts burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. What, Sha? What's Sha thinking? I love these debriefs. Go ahead, Sha. <laughs> well, I... Hey, T, I respect you, man. So if you got to go... I do understand. And if anyone has to go, I do understand. Um, I'm yeah, go I got to get up in like five hours, guys. But uh, yeah. this was this was dope. But uh, I'm going to go. I'll <laughs> catch you guys next time. All right. All right. Go ahead, Shao. Um, like, like I always say, and I, I need people to understand, and I, I, I always, I never wholeheartedly like dove into the bible like mm-hmm. you know in my youth you know i've done little you know readings here and there but never to the extent of like what i do now so um after reading the first chapter i felt like it was the introduction of introductions but it's also educating the mind on who he is and his role and what he set out to do just in that one chapter mm. and I'm like whoa that's like it was so loaded and there was so much information it's very easy to get lost mm. but um I am I I feel enlightened and I like when things enlighten me like when I don't know stuff because I'll be the first to tell you when I don't know something yeah you know yeah so to learn something new and how you break it down so uh, so nicely <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here like like enlightened like I said before I'm very enlightened and I like to be enlightened. Man, the thing I was thinking about today, I'm like, well, I think about this. Let me not say often, but I think about it periodically, like how like I brought it up to you like maybe a few months ago, like how inexhaustible this is. Like even the stuff that we explained just today, 
I'm sure that they I'm positive that there is an infant there is an infinite amount of things that we can't even see at this mm. moment. You know what I mean? Like so when we get to heaven and when we get to glory, the Lord will even be revealing things to us forever, revealing things to us about himself forever and ever and ever and ever. And we're never going to get tired of it. So just imagine how we understand it on this level and we blown away about it right now. When we get to see him and we see him face to face, just how much we, like the Bible says this, he says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but um, there will come a time when we will know in full and we'll know in full when like what revelation is alluding and leading up to is us being with him forever in new heaven, new earth, understanding him fully. And, and subsequently, I believe in a completely different way. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's, but I love that. I love that description that it had um, about like when John, well, like when Jesus touched him, it's like, I didn't, he didn't recognize him by face, but he, he could have recognized him by his touch. You recognize him by how he feels. And it's like, you know, like the word says, well, Jesus says this about himself. Um, he said, my sheep, my sheep, um, my sheep know my voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know me. They know how I feel. They, and like, like how you actually like, how, how, how are we going to know? How do we know? Well, someone asked me this. How do I know like when it's God and when it's not God? It's like the more you spend time with him, the more you learn about him, the more you're going to know, nah, this is him. And or nah, that ain't him at all. Like that mm. might sound like him, but that ain't him. You know what I'm saying? And so, so John, and I think that's why he gave that revelation to John, because like I said, that that was his boy. Mm-hmm. Like that was like John in in the book of John is he says the beloved disciple. Mm. Not that he didn't love all the other ones. It's like he rocked with him the hardest. Mm. And I don't, and I think it was more. I don't think it's. I think it's like this. It's not so much like, well, I'm gonna choose, and I do think God chooses things, but it's like, like, He spent quality time with me on a completely different level, mm-hmm. so He knows me in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You read these. You read the Gospels, right? You read the um the synoptic gospels, the synoptic gospels, meaning Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all, they all read differently. Right. But they, they, you know, one starts with the genealogy. One starts with Mary um, and, you know, them um, um, escaping. And then one starts another way. And one talks about the miracles. John starts off in the beginning was the word and the word was God. And the word was like, John had this completely different understanding or let me not say completely different, a deeper understanding of who Jesus was. And so Jesus is like, all right, well, let me give you the revelation <laughs> of who I am. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like what you understand now, Shah, and what Alana understands now, and what Keith understands now, and what mm-hmm. Tobias understands now, ain't nothing to what is to be revealed to us. Um, but it, I think Paul said this. He said, for, for I, am, I, am, I am compelled to believe that um, our present sufferings are nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of the Lord. So chapter two. Alana, did you read ahead? Did you go to chapter two? We're not reading chapter two tonight, but did you read chapter two? No. Okay. Well, next week, guys, Lord willing, we'll be in chapter two. And I, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, we're going on break. Um, we're going on break. I, I got to remind you all of this. We're going on break October 24th, I said. The 24th? I think I said October 24th. Um, so we're going on break soon. So two more episodes left after this one for season three. Um, and I was like, okay, but I can't stop because we got to keep the momentum going. So what I'll do is I'll keep doing these until we come back. And mm-hmm. so you guys won't be without a podcast when we come back. So we just got to keep it going. If that's all, Mm-hmm. Next week I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be my regular podcast self, but it is what I it is. Stop it, kid. I, I I don't think I did the greatest job of hosting this week, but it's fine. I don't care. I was I just gonna say <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. It is. Oh my gosh! It's I like y'all it. family now. It's like <laughs> at this want, point. <laughs> yeah, go go to the refrigerator. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Thanks, Tobias, for being here. Thank you, Lana. I want to say it's time to eat. (laughs) Bailey, daddy loves you. Good night. Good night, guys. Each of us has a purpose. We are destined to do something meaningful not only to support our loved ones, but to positively impact our communities throughout the country. What do you think a private Christian education looks like? Grand Canyon University graduates 25,000 students yearly and offers more than 225 high-quality programs across nine colleges. Find your purpose at GCU. Visit gcu.edu.